0: I jump out of bed because I love my life, living on my terms, I know that I will thrive, being myself, clarity will love thrive. so I'll stand down and be J-U-I-C-Y, stand down and be J-U-I-C-Y. Hello, it's Lisa Cherney. It is the Get Fucking Real Show. And today's guest is somebody that's close to my heart. I admire her greatly, her courage, her tenacity, and her name is Lisa Journey. (laughs) Or as some of my mentorship clients like to call me, Lisa Fucking Journey. (laughs) I kind of like that, actually. Today, I am going to be focusing on one of the most potent GFR commandments. Don't worry about being normal, proper, or polite. This is commandment number three. And when I'm feeling that there is a commandment that's bubbling up, a theme in my life with the with the show guests, with clients, I'm going to be doing a solo episode to really give it voice. So for today, it is GFR commandment number three, don't worry about being normal, proper, or polite. And what I now know is that when you turn people off, it turns you on. Your no is somebody else's yes. And this commandment was birthed because, as the confession question says, where am I not speaking my truth? It was birthed because so many of us are not speaking our truth. And This is important for the context of the Get Fucking Real Show for Successful Soulful Entrepreneurs because when we are not speaking our truth, we are not doing our mission. I guarantee you that everywhere that you are not speaking your truth in your business, in your marketing, in your life, it is slowing down or stopping your mission. So I'm going to share a confession of my own around this GFR commandment. I'm going to share some recent confessions from clients. I'm going to talk about the excuses and like what it sounds like, what it could sound like when excuses are coming out of your mouth that relate to this commandment. And I'm going to share some stories of transformation. And my intention is that you take action from this show. My intention is to take action from all the shows. This show in particular, my intention is more directed it is calling you up calling you out inviting you to really check in really examine yourself your life your business and see where this is showing up i i kind of feel like it's like an epidemic proportions that this is showing up and you know your work is really important. You know, I, I think that it is the mission driven entrepreneur and our work, our inspiration, our purpose, our activism that is going to be the change that this planet needs, that the world needs. So if I can wake up a few of you, <laughs> a few of the souls out there, so that you feel more free, more confident, more willing to step out and step up in service of your mission, in service of the way that you want to help people on this planet, then uh, I have done my job and the show is doing its job and I feel really awesome about that. So, <laughs> so that is your invitation. So, when I say, don't worry about being normal, proper, or polite, what comes up for you? Do you feel freedom? Like, woohoo, you know, I can let my hair down, you know, yay, like the, the shackles are off? Or do you feel resistance? You know, like, Lisa, I don't want to be rude to people. Either one of those camps is totally cool, and it's just of interest, right, to just see where this bumps up against your inner game. I didn't make up these GFR commandments. I, I cover all of them, and I have confessions for all of them. I think it's episode three, and... I talk about how they were birthed, but I just want to review it here. So I was on a plane about a year ago from the timing of this episode airing. And I was on my way to a retreat where I was going to be getting clear. My intention was to get clear on the next bold move for my business, right? I've been doing this entrepreneur thing for 20 years. I've had a few iterations and I knew a new one was coming through. I just didn't know what that was. So I, was, I had notes on all the different ways that I had helped entrepreneurs over the last 20 years, specifically mission-based folks, because, you know, we have a unique journey, right? See if you resonate with this question or this statement. My work is inspired by something close to my heart, something I went through, and now I want to help others, right? If we were in a room together, many of you would be raising your hand. This means your work is personal, When our work is personal, it means that birthing and growing and up-leveling the business is connected to our whole life. It's connected to our inner journey. It's connected to our relationships, the people that we live with, the people that we're most close with. It's connected to our healing, like physical, mental, spiritual healing. So back to my plane ride. So I was going through my notes and I discovered 12 ways, kind of boiled down. It was kind of interesting. 12 ways that my clients were getting in their way. What I'm saying is in my 20 years of mentoring six and seven figure mission-based business owners, it boiled down to 12 ways they would trip themselves up. And these 12 things were getting in the way of them taking action on all the expert advice they were investing in, right? All the programs, all the mentors, all the systems, the formulas, the steps, right? It's like they knew all the things, but they weren't doing it. And of course, I related to this (laughs) and I'll share about that in, in a few minutes here. So these are the 12 ways that I found that the people that I was there to serve, to help them step-by-step and systematically get to their goals, this is how what was blocking them. So that weekend, after this discovery, that weekend, the GFR movement was born. I knew in a flash I was supposed to help you all get real, but as the story goes, get real was not strong enough. (laughs) You know, and it's because, in all seriousness, this message, this GFR message, is an urgent one. The world needs us right now. You know, our work is important. Would you agree? Like your work is important. If you do agree, then I would then then please, like you know, turn up the volume, stop multitasking, and really, really be with what I'm saying today, so that you are inspired to take action. So as you know, uh, get real wasn't strong enough and I added an F in the middle. <laughs> so that leaves us with get fucking real. Now, part of what I want to share with you today was you know, and I want to confess to you that it may look easy, like a lot of people tell me like, wow, you know, you just birthed this GFR thing and all your graphics look so cool and it's so professional and you know, they, it's like what I'm hearing from them is that, that it looks so easy. And I just want to confess that uh, it almost didn't get birthed, um, that I got some significant pushback and negative feedback from people in the, you know, coaching and training and entrepreneur industry people that I admire, people that have credentials and accomplishments and, you know, people that you get emails from if you're in that world, they were telling me that they thought that it looked like, so a couple of things that they were saying, they were saying it looked like you were trying too hard. It looks, you know, it looks like you're just trying to get people's attention with the F word. Um, They thought that I would be turning some people off that really needed my help. Um, they really had me questioning. This is about maybe like four months before uh, I was supposed to launch. And I was pretty far along in, in the things that I had, you know, created. And and yet, you know, I was like, okay, you know, I don't want to like go down a road where I'm going to fail. So I really should listen to these people. And it was, I realize now it was a really great test. <laughs> and I, and I even, you know, got into some verbal sparring uh, in a Facebook group where um, we, you know, those of us that are playing at a certain level or had a certain accomplishment or whatever external force has deemed us to be successful, um, where we hang out. And um, there was a gal that, um, you know, really was like, felt like her tone was like she was doing me a favor and like really saying, you know, I think you should really, really rethink this. Uh, I'm willing to get on the phone with you and come up with, you know, new names and, and I wanted to be conscious that I wasn't too attached. But I also really wanted to, like, it felt so authentic to me. And so this was my reply to her in Facebook. I said, and and I, and I want to read this to you. And when I read it to you, it's going to sound like, yeah, that's so you, Lisa. But I, I want you to know that the words that I'm saying in this reply were birthed in the moment in response to people challenging me, in response to people questioning me, in response to me having to like dig deep and really check in and see how serious I was, how certain I was. So this is what I said. I can see why it could appear to be trying too hard for sure. If it was inauthentic or incongruent in any way, it would be. If it was created from a place of how can I be edgy, it would be. In my experience, fuck is a very powerful word like no other and represents raw and real. It represents sexuality and urgency and cuts through the clutter and bullshit that keeps people stuck and scared. And I truly believe that the people I'm meant to serve need to hear it to be activated. (sighs) And trust me, that didn't just like flow out. It was one of those, you know, you, you write it, you edit it, you write it, you edit it, you know, kind of things. But after I posted that, I felt like a surge of like like reinforcement, like, like another layer of my superpowers have been installed. You know, I had accomplished, you know, and gotten the gem or the new weapon in the video game. You know, it was It felt so important, you know, and her reply was like, all right, like awesome. Like, you know, it was like completely neutralized the energy that was coming at me. And then there was somebody else that replied and she said, um, she said, you know, Lisa, if it was just get real, I would feel like you were telling me I'm doing something wrong or I'm in trouble. When you say get fucking real, I feel called into a powerful energy state of courageous self-honesty and a willingness to see the truth. And that was such a great affirmation, really, really great. So I proceeded, as you can, as you can see, and I, 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 I was gonna say that I'm like bracing myself, like to see, you know, I, cause I, I don't think I'm done hearing from naysayers. And at the same time that those words are coming out of my mouth, I also feel, I also don't care. <laughs> I, I, in this moment, I, I really feel like I don't care. I don't care if people don't like it. I don't care if I turn people off. I know that I'm being turned on by not being normal, proper, or polite. And I know that my ideal clients, my ideal listeners, the movement of GFR will be served by the characterization by the word choice by the imagery by the stand that i'm taking for it i know that the journey that i went through admitting that my seven figure business didn't feel good i don't know if you heard that part of my story but in 2014 i let go of a seven figure business because it didn't feel good to me i wasn't having fun and i didn't want to do all of the things that I knew I was supposed to do. I didn't wanna do the funnels and the launches and the opt-ins and the you know, affiliates and the more butts and seats and raising my prices. I, none of that stuff was turning me on, which at a point felt like sort of a, a crisis, especially the fact that I was teaching some of those things. But thank goodness I had installed in me early on when my mom survived breast cancer when I was a junior in high school, I, I had installed early on life is short. Like I remember having a huge wake up call. You know, when you're the mortality of a parent at a, and when you're young, and the mortality of a parent is put in your face, it's it's very sobering. Um, I'm sure there's some of you that relate to it, where your your parent did not survive or they're not around. I'm really grateful that my mom is still around, and I at that point. I, I think that's where my low tolerance for not being happy was installed. And so I'm, I'm grateful that I have that because I'm, I'm not somebody who sits in something that doesn't feel good very long. Which I think, right, is good because the people that I mentor, they have made a decision that they want to make a change, that they want to up-level, that they don't want to tolerate something anymore, that they are really ready to go for it, that they are ready to get out of their own way. Like these are our GFR squad members. These are the people that I get to work with more closely in our No Regrets mentorship, right? So I, I feel like, you know, my struggle had a purpose. There's no irony there, right? All of our shows are about the GFR wormhole, the purpose of struggle and how it is necessary to birth the next level of our mission. So me letting go of my seven-figure business was necessary suffering. I totally see that now. How many of you relate to going through yucky stuff that turn out to serve you and your clients? In fact, that's related to commandment number four, trust that your struggle serves your mission. So what I want you to know is that wormhole certification And the hot coals that you may walk over when you decide to embrace not being normal, proper, or polite will have a purpose, does have a purpose. And I know that this affects multiple aspects of your business. When you are worrying about being normal, proper, and polite, this affects your marketing, this affects the operations of your business, it affects your life. So I want to share with you a couple other examples of how this has shown up for my clients. My intention is that you hear yourself, you recognize yourself, and that you GFR with yourself to make some changes and have your own GFR breakthrough. So I'm going to share with you Van's story, and Van Van teaches men about sex, and He originally birthed his business talking about erectile dysfunction and very much like food and medical and physiology that impacts ED. And we come to find out through the year that I got to spend with him as his mentor, that what he really was supposed to be teaching was much more... Um, (laughs) juicier, was much juicier than that. And when he heard about GFR commandment number three, don't worry about being normal, proper, polite, and asked himself the confession question, where am I not speaking my truth? He had a huge opening. So this is what he wrote me. I just gave the most amazing webinar last Sunday to a group of guys on the internet. (laughs) Sounds a little sketchy, but it was. It was the first time I'd been completely candid about my journey. And I got very explicit about how I approach sex and being an amazing lover. It was anything but politically correct. I've been trying to be PG 13 to appeal to more people, but this was most definitely R or NC 17. It was so incredibly freeing. I felt so comfortable and natural and the guys just ate it up. They loved it. Loved how I taught it and loved me. It was definitely a huge GFR moment for me. It made me realize that I really don't want to be PG-13 anymore. It feels stifling. I can't be my true self, and it's stressful for me. Plus, I can't really share what works the best using that kind of toned-down language and trying not to offend people. It's going to be all R-rated or above for me now on, baby. And of course he ends with, I absolutely love what you're doing and I can't thank you enough for doing it and sharing it. So I share that as an example. It's such a great example of so much, of basically all that I want to share about how watering down your marketing, how not saying the things, how not being on your soapbox and saying the things that you really want to say is actually hurting your business and hurting you. One of the excuses that I hear a lot related to this commandment is, I don't want to use that word or say it that way. It may turn people off or offend them. I mean, I have been hearing this since I launched Conscious Marketing Inc. 20 years ago. People being afraid to say the things. And it took me this long to be able to unequivocally say, you need to say the things in order to attract clients that you love and create a business that you are gonna really feel good about. You need to say the things <laughs> the things that are close to you, the things that light you up, the things that are a little that you might feel are edgy but they're your truth. You need to say those things in order to attract clients that want those things. And how fun is that, right? Me having a podcast called GFR and having a GFR squad where people are just in there every day confessing and sharing and being real. Like If I wasn't real, I wouldn't get to have that. I want you to have that. I want you to have that. And not just in your marketing, but in your life. Not just in your marketing, but in your life. So let's break down, don't worry about being normal, proper, or polite to those three components because they're not there by accident. They're very deliberate, right? So I feel like what we've been talking about is don't worry about being normal, right? That's Van's story, don't worry about being normal. That's my story, don't worry about being normal and my confession. So let's talk about proper. So I had a confession recently. Um, So one of the things that I help clients with is helping them to structure their business model in a way that they love. Um, Many people that come to me have, been indoctrinated and invested in very specific systems and approaches to business, you know, and I'm not, you know, immune to this. This was my challenge too. And launching GFR was really thinking outside the box. So I had a mentor. And so um, I think we all need mentors. We need somebody that's going to hold space for us. So I am so committed now to holding space for the people that are in my orbit, for them to create something they fucking love. And sometimes it's out of the box. Sometimes they need to like cancel something. They need to trash something. They need to stop doing something, even if people love it. They need to start from scratch, even if they've invested time and money in something. So I had a client that had planned on hosting an event. She had invested in a hotel And um, if you've ever done events and you get entangled with hotels, there's lots of ways that they make their money and lots of clauses and cancellation fees and all this kind of stuff. So oftentimes when we have those types of situations, we don't even entertain the thought of canceling. Just insert the idea. What if you canceled? What if you didn't do the event? And of course, all of our stuff comes up around. So this is right. This is about being proper right it's like i can't do that i've made a commitment you know what will people think like all this stuff and examining those thoughts right examining the things that we just like we hold as sort of standard right like we kind of just take it for granted that's like you know that of course you can't cancel you made a commitment like some people they go through their whole life without even ever questioning that type of thought well i question all the thoughts and of course you know i question like Monogamy, which is a very foundational belief in our culture. And, you know, and so that's kind of been really great and freed up my handcuffs in many ways. So, in entertaining that thought, she really got to feel the relief. Um, And it also, so she wound up canceling it, but she actually wound up reinventing it. And she wouldn't have reinvented it in this whole new juicy way where she like brought in, you know, um, it was an investor related event where she brought in like investors that were going to hear pitches and she bought and brought in local media. Like it, it turned out to be this whole new thing. It reinvented itself, but she would not have gotten there had she not leaned into not being a normal, proper, polite. She wouldn't have got that. And that's the thing, y'all, like- We don't have space for the creativity, for the inspiration to bubble up when we're so um, like grasping and holding on to ideals and standards that don't resonate with us. And we are so programmed with what's right and wrong from early on um, that as us us as entrepreneurs, sometimes we forget like, oh, I'm the fucking boss. (laughs) I make the rules. I created the deadline. Like I can recreate it. So that was a, the confession for her around that was like, that she, like, for, it was really embarrassing for her. Like she wanted to cancel it because there wasn't a lot of people registered and there was circumstances for that. And so like her telling me that was a big confession for her, you know? So let's go to polite. So we, we covered normal <laughs> with Van and my story. We called it proper around, you know, canceling and keeping commitments. Let's talk about polite. <laughs> you guys are going to love this story. So... A friend of my mother-in-law got me a speaking gig. This was early on in my my entrepreneur journey. And it was for a DJ event focused on disc jockeys, right? People that do weddings and bar mitzvahs and that type of thing, not so much the dance club scene, right? Event-based DJs. And at the time, I was like, oh my God, this is so great. And like my, my mom's friend did me a favor And as it got closer and closer and closer, I was feeling more dread. Like I wasn't looking forward to it. And I tried to just be like, okay, let's get excited. You know, you made this commitment and I just remember that low tolerance for not feeling good. Like I just couldn't do it. Oh, I just could not do it. So I GFR'd and I told my mom's friend that I, and I think it was maybe a month or two before, like not that much before. I told her that I, I just that I couldn't do it. That it, it wasn't resonating with me. Initially, it did. I thought these were my clients, but they're not. And I knew that she would find, you know, somebody else. and And her immediate initial reaction was not great. And I felt terrible and embarrassed, and I was afraid about damaging my relationship, my mother in law, like all these things. Within a week, she had a new speaker to talk about marketing. And this person was super excited. Like it was like they had won the lottery with me backing out and then the spot opening up for them. So, like, my no was somebody else's yes. My no was somebody else's yes. And it felt so good to honor myself that way. Like to honor myself, my own desires over somebody else's. Right. I know it's that's a significant, significant thing for many of us to really get clear, like, what do I want? What do I prefer? How do I feel? And when you are your own boss, sometimes we forget that we're, you know, that we have that latitude. You know, we just, we have so many rules, right? So that is my that is my story about not being polite. And you know what? All is well. It's like 10 year down the line. My mother, it's like not even a blip on the radar, right? It's also one of those things that you think is so big in the moment. And then, you know, in retrospect, it's not. So I shared with you one of the ways that this sounds like this, that the excuse how this looks in your business when you are worrying about being normal, proper, polite, and when you are not speaking your truth, which is the confession question for commandment number three, I shared with you one of the ways this sounds, which is I don't want to use that word or say it that way. It may turn people off or offend them, right? So that was that was my whole wrap around marketing and owning your soapbox and how it will be beneficial to you to help you actually really create a business that you love. So another thing that I want to illuminate is – how this shows up in your life, right? So yes, this is a podcast for successful, soulful entrepreneurs. And y'all know now that this affects your whole life, right? Like all these stories that you're hearing from these amazing people, you know, 99% of what was their struggle, what was their GFR wormhole had to do with something that was outside of their business, right? Some of them, it was about bankruptcy and that relates to business, but other people, they were in jail or they were accused of sexual harassment or their you know brother died when they were young like you know these are this is our life us as mission driven entrepreneurs it is personal right like we discussed in the beginning it is born from a struggle that we went through something that means something to us so it makes it personal which means that we're up level often through things that feel personal so i want to cover two areas that Relate to don't worry about being normal, proper, and polite um, in the ways that the excuses sound, right? I want to sort of speak to you in a way that you might be speaking in your head, right? So that you could hear this when you, when you hear it. So, so if you hear yourself questioning yourself around what to say in your marketing, that you're worried about turning someone off, go, oh, shit, I am worrying about being normal, proper, polite. I'm not speaking my truth. <laughs> Lisa talked about that, okay? So here's another way it sounds. I don't want to say no, that doesn't, I don't want to say no, that doesn't work for me. They may get offended or not want to hire me. Okay. So this relates a little bit to my confession around being polite and canceling that event, right? I want you to hear that a big way that don't worry about being normal, proper, polite shows up is not wanting to say no, not wanting to say this doesn't work for me, worrying about offending someone or worrying about not getting hired because you say no. So a couple ways that I see this showing up is like, for example, let's say that you are booking appointments for your clients. Check in and see if you feel completely 100% yummy about all the hours and the specific times and the days a week that you are available to work with clients, right? And if you're not a business owner, insert kids, insert the parent you're caring for, like insert insert large commitment here, right? Are you feeling good about your level of availability, the duration of your availability, right? So, so many people that I work with have overextended themselves to be available. The belief is that if I'm available, if I'm not available, then they won't come in. If I'm, if I, don't you're not open on weekends then i'm going to lose clients if i don't talk to clients at night then you know they really that's that really that, that's really what works for them right this is about not wanting people to say no and what i know though is that you are compromising yourself in your business or in your life and you lose and when we lose our mission loses right we think we think that we're doing it in service of our mission like we think It's for the business. We think, right? But what I really want you to hear and feel with this whole GFR perspective is that when we are in denial or we deny what feels good to us over what somebody else or our belief about somebody else's feelings, right, we lose and our mission loses. Ultimately, the bottom line is our mission loses, right? So- that's just one example, right, of where you might not be saying no. I mean, like my daughter just told me <laughs> um, the other day about how at dance there was a gal that kept borrowing hair ties from her. Every day she just wouldn't bring her own hair ties and Bella was like her hair tie supplier <laughs> and, and even to the point where this gal like went into her bag without asking her and took her very last hair tie and then Bella didn't have a hair tie. And it was like, okay, like, okay, so we just, she and I talked about, okay, what, could she, you know, what does she or could she say to this gal, right? You know, as first she was being helpful and wanted the girl to like her and right all this stuff, and so finally she, you know, she, we did talk about her saying something, and it it was such a, you know, it's such a really great access point to a conversation around boundaries that was fairly harmless, and so the, guy, the girl stopped taking Bella's hair ties. So just don't worry, no hair ties were harmed in the making of this message. <laughs> I also I had an experience with this with my mom. She does fundraising for Making Strides for Breast Cancer and, you know, a lot, with a lot of those walks and things, they have like the system where you email people and there's a link and it goes to your page and that's where you collect funds. Well, my mom really enjoyed when I would send emails to people asking them to donate. And I noticed year after year, I was getting more and more resistant to this. It was like, it was like actually feeling like work. And I had like gotten out of like emailing my list and like doing all this stuff. And it was feeling like my personal life was like becoming like my work and an aspect that I didn't like. And so finally, and it, means, it meant a lot to her. And it was like one of those, it was one of those parent things like, if you love me, and she never said this, but this is, this is my story, right? If you love me, if I loved her, then this is something that's so important to her. I would just do it. I would suck it up. And I'm not saying we never suck up shit. I'm not saying that, you know, I know sometimes we have to suck it up. Right. But I didn't need to, this, I didn't need to do that with this. And so I talked to her about it finally, after years, I mean like 10 years of doing this, I finally said, you know what? Uh, I have a low tolerance for not feeling good. This isn't feeling good. And I told her, you know, I'll raise the money. I just don't want to send fucking emails. (laughs) And she's like, okay, cool. Like, it was like, so for her, it was about, you know, showing my support and, and quite frankly, I just winded up, you know, donating what we agreed on was a good like amount and I just donated myself and actually that felt really good or I went to one or two friends and, and that felt really good. So that's another way that don't worry about being normal, proper, polite it shows up in our life and it does, it impacts our mission. It, it dims our light, it atrophies our passion, it creates static between us and with the source of our inspiration and creativity um, it it can be like a virus, and the third way that I want to illuminate how this shows up and how it might sound in your like in your ears and within your head is, I'm a loyal and dedicated, and I'm a hard worker. I made a commitment, so it's so amazing how keeping our commitments. It's like not quitting, right? And we talk about this in Scott Sargent's episode called "From Paralyzed Olympic Athlete to Suicide Prevention Speaker." He talks about how indoctrinated he was about not quitting and that literally um, nearly killed him. So it is time to really question this belief about being loyal and dedicated and a hard worker. And, you know, for example, making sure that you are charging what you're worth and not like over delivering to like, right? Like to, to, to appear loyal and dedicated, like look to see, where you feel like you might be trying too hard, you know, where you are, you know what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't think I need to say much more about that. So the three excuses or the three ways it may sound when you are worrying about being normal, proper, polite is, um, you know, I don't want to offend anyone, um, I don't want to say no, and I want to keep my commitments. <laughs> I am really excited about the structure that the 12... GFR commandments provides our community. It provides our our guests as a gateway for really, like it really is a roadmap for getting real. And it's not about doing one through 12, y'all. Okay. So first of all, make sure you've downloaded them. GFR.life.org. 12c. And I know many of our fans have like put it in a sheet protector and pinned it up to their computer. And it's fun when I talk to them and they hold it up to the zoom and a video, and um, it is worth printing out. It really is worth printing out. And, and so the idea is not to do one through 12. The idea is to read the confession questions and see which one hits you. So again, this, this broadcast was brought to you by commandment number three. <laughs> Don't worry about being normal, proper, or polite. Where am I not speaking my truth? And if it resonates with you to be held accountable for looking at where you're not speaking your truth. Minimum, join the squad, right? If you've been thinking about it, now's the time. The bonus segments that we are filming with the podcast guests, we are birthing brand new raw and real content. They're sharing stories. They're sharing stuff that they have not shared anywhere else. It's just fucking amazing. So it's like a party after the podcast. So join us in the squad. Go to gfr.life forward slash squad. Now, if you are feeling like you want to be closer to me, that you want my eyeballs on your business, that you want to have a place to confess the things and then like have a hand holding and a light butt kicking with love, that's mentorship. And that's another category altogether. And, you know, people have been asking me, are you still mentoring? Like absolutely, I'm still mentoring. I'm just being super selective. So if you want to know more about that, there's a URL for that too. Go to gfr.life forward slash mentor. And it, you know, if you go to that page, you know, it, it talks about, there's basically five things that you're going to get real about if we work together. You will get real about why you're not putting yourself first and putting yourself out there in a bigger way. You will get real about the fears that are keeping you hidden and small, right? This is all GFR commandment stuff. You will get real about what's not working for you anymore, right? You might have a great, successful, profitable business that you fucking hate. <laughs> or and you're ready to admit it. Well, let's talk about like where to turn the ship, where to how to dismantle the ship, you know, what really is best for you. You will get real about the old ship that's getting in your way, right? Those old stories right? What, what is it? Um, commandment, um, what is it? <laughs> commandment number 11, embrace that you are not the same person you were when you made those mistakes and they will not repeat. And the confession question, what past mistakes are causing me self-doubt now? So if you're having an illumination about that and you want to be embraced and loved and guided on how to harness that to evolve to the next level or next iteration of your mission, let's talk. That is like my jam. That is what is most fun. Uh, It's kind of sounds funny, but it, it is. I mean, I talked with a woman today who left a 30 year marriage and she is powerhouse. And I know that this is like, there's just a whole new opening for her, like a vortex that's being created. And it's like, there's not many mentors that really get that this is a, this is a holistic situation when it comes to our mission. And anything that's out of alignment impedes it. And when there are shifts happening, it's like, it's like um, <laughs> it's like when an energetic shell is burst open and the light comes beaming out. It's like there's like powers that are released, you know, from these big changes and these big shifts. And I um I love to help people harness that and parlay that into the next level that is their business. (sighs) And if we get work together, um, you will get real about how ready you really are to do the thing that you know you're supposed to be doing. So yes, I mentor. Go to gfr.life forward slash mentor. There's a little like application there and we'll talk. We'll have a talk. (sighs) Commandment number three, y'all, don't worry about being normal, proper, or polite. It is magical for your marketing. It's magical for your life. Asking yourself, where am I not speaking my truth? It is super powerful. And if you know that you were put on this planet for a reason, or even more to the point, if you, you know you were put on this planet for a reason and you're not even sure what that reason is, but you know you were and you want to discover it use the commandments listen to these podcast episodes on the regular to keep to keep that that opening open and remember life is fucking short like it's no joke it's not a bumper sticker y'all it's like you know it's like aunt so and so who just passed away it's that kid who is no longer with us it's The car accident, it's the sudden cancer diagnosis. It's like all these things that I know so many of you have experienced and have personal connection to that remind us that life is short. I know that is why I came out about my open marriage. That is why I'm doing this get fucking real show and why I gave the finger to all the people in my industry that told me that I shouldn't call it that because I knew that when it came to my end of life, which could be this week, I knew when it came to the end of my life in the last moments, that I knew that if I didn't say the things, if I didn't, if I didn't help people through the, with the struggle, if I didn't use the struggle that I had been through and help people with it, I knew that I would have regrets. Get fucking Real is about living a life without regrets. I hope this show inspired you, this message inspired you, to take some action to ensure that you live a life without regrets. Bye-bye for now, everybody.